Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Binance Podcast. My name is Weijo. I'm the Chief Financial Officer for Binance. So, what I want to do with this show is to spend time talking to specialists, entrepreneurs, scholars, influencers, basically leading people from a variety of industries. Hopefully, through these conversations, we can share insights on how blockchain is changing not just these different industries, but also in changing the world. Here's a quick disclaimer: all opinions expressed by our host and our guests on this podcast are merely their own opinions. They do not imply any endorsements or opinions of their companies. You should not take these opinions as specific investment advice, as you will be solely responsible for your own investment. Hey everyone, this is、uh, We. I'm back with another、uh, exciting episode of the Binance Podcast, and today we actually have a really, really exciting guest. It's someone that I've been trying to get on, or I've been following for quite a bit of time. His name is Far Farbud Anivi, who's the founder and CEO of Coinmine. And I think the product was launched last year. I've gotten one at home. I've been trying it out. I think what's really awesome about this product is actually it's really easy to use. And for me, who's not really a technical person, it feels like you know I've gotten access to an iPhone for the first time, and I've been able to use a lot of the tech I've read about, but been unable to understand or been unable to sort of like get set up on my own. So I'm really excited to get Farb on the pod today and to learn a little bit about him and a little bit about his business. And to learn about his vision for crypto and mining, and even just sort of technology、uh, in general, and what he sees in terms of for both、uh, coin mining and for our industry in 2010. Farb,、uh, thanks for joining the show. Thanks a lot for having me. It's a real honor. So before we get started, can you tell us? Because I think I've looked at your background. You've been a serial entrepreneur for quite a bit of time. Can you tell us a little bit about your personal background and how you got into mining and crypto in general? Sure,、uh, you know I've I've been building computers since I was a little kid. I'd going to code camps when I was five, and literally building computers from scratch. My first startup was in high school, selling computers to friends and families and small businesses around town that I would build. And also been a, a consumer software entrepreneur for quite some time. Did a couple of、uh, app and websites.、Uh, sold one company to Kaplan, backed by Benchmark, on a couple of startups. So consumer software, making technology, making things really easy to use is kind of my obsession. Humanizing technology. You mentioned sort of like some of the、uh, the apps you build. Like, what any industry particular, or is it just sort of like general problem solving? The problem I like to tackle is taking complex things that are not consumer friendly and not sort of human friendly, and making them human friendly. So the first couple of startups were sort of in the education area. So that's 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 an area where a lot of not Especially online, not human-friendly solutions exist. So, trying to make that stuff more human-friendly, more user-friendly,、uh, did that there? Did some stuff in, in the healthcare space as well, and you know, got into crypto. Like everybody else, I you know think,、uh, or at least most people, as a you know retail investor, time flies. So it's probably five, six years ago now. But started getting into mining a couple of years ago because you know, like I said, most crypto miners, unless it's like an ASIC. It's basically like building a computer. Did you have your own mining operation, or did you mine on your own? Not a large operation, just、mm-hmm. a small operation. Some of the folks on the team that have been with us or are with us have done large mining operations.、Uh, mine was more of this sort of at-home hobby.、Mm-hmm. Uh, my co-founder Justin,、uh, you know, I'm not the founder. I'm the co. I'm just the co-founder、mm-hmm. here.、Uh, Justin's a great industrial designer. He's done all of our、uh, industrial design, all of our design in general. 
He designed Pebble Watch 2, which was the second biggest Kickstarter ever. He designed mm. the Pebble Core. And him and I started kind of getting into um, GPU mining together a few years ago. And he had the idea, you know, this was after me spending like a week bashing my head against getting my first miner up and running, even being somebody who knows how to do it. It just took a lot of hours, you know, mm -hmm. um, and time is money. Did you order the ASIC miners? I had some ASICs running, but I was mm -hmm. trying to build some GPU miners gotcha. from scratch. And anyone can do it if you're willing to spend the time, but the time for, you know, the average person is probably going to be in the hundreds of hours when you really come down to it. So, you know, most people are, you know, you could build a laptop cheaper than buying it from Apple, but you're not going to spend 200 hours doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Justin came up with the idea of, you know, what if we made a, a device that didn't, anybody could use, you just plug it in and it starts working. And at first it didn't really, I wasn't quite sure how to do it, given that I, I knew what I was doing and I'd spent a good amount of time trying to get this one up and running. But it sort of clicked for me when I realized I could sort of bring my app experience, my consumer app experience into play here. And instead of having a device that's like a computer with a monitor and a, and a keyboard and a mouse, et cetera, it would really just be a standalone device, sort of like an Xbox or a PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And you could completely control it from an app, which gets really interesting from a bunch of different perspectives besides just the mining, because you start becoming the front of the crypto experience for consumers. How did that idea take shape then? Like, did you guys just end up trying to build the machine yourself or did you try to raise some money first? We built the prototype ourselves. So, you know, Justin did the initial ID and then had a 3D printed version that, you know, looks somewhat like the one that you see now. I worked on figuring out the internals, you know, the hardware and the software. Uh, and then one day we... The 3D printed case arrived from China and, and I had all the parts and we put together the, the first coin mine. And did you build the software itself then? The thing that really makes it easy is actually the app, the software aspects of it, right? Because I think the hardware, it's about just putting the pieces together. Right, yeah. I'd make it sound so easy, right? So <laughs> you just put the pieces together. <laughs> uh, you can build a car from scratch too. If you know what you're doing, it's pretty easy. But if, if you don't, it might take you a few years. The first version didn't have the fancy software. Uh, the software was sort of uh, strung together with uh, string cheese and, and duct tape. But now uh, we have our own operating system, what we call MinOS, and we built that to essentially bring the, uh, you know, leverage the large number of people we have on the platform, help each other out. There's cool things you can do as you scale a group of people who are all kind of contributing their computing power together. Mm -hmm. How does that work then? From my understanding about mining is, or not just necessarily mining, but sort of about the network is that it's a sort of the network effect, right? Like, is there a network effect with your miners then? There are network effects that you can take advantage of. So uh, at a certain scale, you can start doing things on the pool level where you can reduce fees. Also, at a certain scale, you can do other things in terms of transactions to reduce fees. And especially when some things like the some of the potential upgrades to Bitcoin come out, like Schnorr uh, signatures, you'll be able to essentially package blocks in a more efficient way. Uh, mm -hmm. where if you're sort of part of that network, you get advantages. So yeah, there's cool things that can happen as you, as you pull uh, computing power together. I'll take a step back a little bit, just in terms of like sure. learning, about, learning a little bit about sort of like your personal journey. So, so you guys got the prototype and then you basically have sort of started working on software. What did you do then? This was like what, 2018-ish, call it? This is uh, last year was 2019. So let's mm -hmm. say this is, you know, I think Q2 of 2018. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the first half of 2018 or so, we uh, raised a very small, uh, or I guess relatively small in the grand scheme of fundraising, uh, friends and family round that was uh, 
sort of led by Brian Norgard, who up until mm-hmm. recently was running the product at Tinder. Uh, mm-hmm. He was our first check. I think Anthony Pompliano might have been our second check. We were lucky enough to get some great folks involved very early. Balaji Srinivasan, who was uh, just up until recently CTO at Coinbase. Mm-hmm. Eventually Coinbase came along. Howard Lindzen and the folks at Social Leverage were awesome. M13, Ryan Hoover, a whole host of just great investors uh, ended up coming on board over, over the past couple of years. But yeah, you know, we raised that initial seed money and uh, hired a team. I've been you know, hiring and building uh, software teams for a, a decade now. So it, that's one of the things that comes easy to us. So we've got a team going, building the operating system, building the Android app, the iOS app. When did you start shipping? Like when, when did the first, like I would say, um, you know, consumer ready product that you guys ship out? We started shipping the very, very first coin mines almost literally exactly one year ago. Oh, wow. So that's but, really fast. So you, so you guys, second quarter of 2018, you basically had the 3D printed box. In less than 12 months, we went from concept to shipping. And then you were able to ship the sort of the, the actual product in, uh, in Jan- sort of, I would say, like January 2019, so last year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so we had, you know, middle-aged housewives mining grin the day it launched. So that was going to be like my sort of second major question, right? Because you look at a lot of, there's got to be a, some killer apps that you can put on there, right? Would grin, say, be like your first sort of like, I would say, major killer app on the product on, on the, uh, that you guys launched then on it? <laughs> yeah, thank you. I kind of look at them as apps, too. <laughs> like bring us to today like what are some of the things yeah. that yeah, that we can mine on coin mine right now yeah so the cool thing is your, your coin mine updates at night uh while you're sleeping sort of like mm-hmm. a it does over the air updates like like a tesla does right mm-hmm. uh, so it keeps just it just keeps improving even the hardware even though the hardware isn't really changing that you while you have it at home the operating system and the software and the app are constantly changing so last year we added grin uh, then we added Bitcoin mode, uh, where we algorithmically mine whatever converts to Bitcoin best and just give you Bitcoin. Then we uh, increased its energy efficiency by 30%. Sorry, no, we, we, I think about 60% or something like that, something crazy. Uh, we then ended up increasing the Grin hash rate by uh, 80% once and then 50% again and then 25% again. Are just in the middle, this is something that's happening literally right now as we speak, that we're super excited about is Handshake is launching basically today. Today mm-hmm. is launched. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we hope to have uh, Handshake on your coin mine here uh, this week. Uh, and since the network is early, uh, this is when you can mine the most. So those first few, uh, those first few weeks when I was mining Grin, mm-hmm. uh, you were making, you know, five Grin a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit? Because I think it's kind of interesting. I really like to rehash sort of like the early days of like once yeah. you go from prototype to launch to basically people actually using your product. That was the mo- the popular coin back right. then, right? Can yeah. you go back a little bit and talk about what that experience sure. is like? Can you actually have people start you talking know, about your product and then using it and then making money from we- it? Yeah, we had a lot more demand than we expected last year. Uh, and so we were r- really sold out for most of the year and people were waiting way too long to get their coin mines. Uh, and so we were hustling to get production uh, up and running uh, in China as quickly as we could. And uh, eventually we were able to do that. And now we have coin mines in inventory. But, but back then, uh, you know, we were really hustling to get production nailed down, uh, scale up so that we could you know, meet the demand. And just really push the uh, operating system and the uh, the user experience forward as much as much as we could, uh, and then just trying to spread the word a lot. You know, being lucky and having guys like uh, Pomp on board, where we can go on his show 
um, Howard's show and sort of help spread the word that way has been really huge for us because, you know, Twitter is a huge uh, piece of sort of connecting with the crypto community. But that said, most of our customers aren't crypto people. You know, they're sort of new, new to crypto through CoinMine. Yeah. What can you do then? Like, what do people do once they have that coin? You have storage availability. Are you working with exchanges? So, you want to offload it if they choose to? Right. So right now you can, uh, you know, earn Bitcoin, Ethereum, Grin, uh, Monero, Zcash, and later this week, Handshake. And you can either keep it in your coin mine wallet. And if you're, if you're doing Bitcoin or Ethereum, uh, we'll pay you interest if you keep it in your coin mine wallet. Uh, or you can withdraw it at certain thresholds and we'll just send it to whatever address you like. Okay. So for that, you can just basically manage uh, out of your app then, right? That's sort of like... That's the, right, yeah. Okay, awesome. Because I think you mentioned last year, like when you started mining a grin, that was like sort of the exciting... Because uh, you mentioned that you're launching a handshake today. Because I think for people that don't really know about it, or it's just like you just, you know, spend a couple of minutes talking about what is physically happening on the machine when you say I've, we've added handshake as available. Yeah, this to me is one of the coolest things about coin mine is, you know, for the average person, they missed out on mining Bitcoin, they missed out on mining Ethereum. And what the coin mine allows you to do is not miss out on mining brand new coins. And, and that's when you get the most coin is at the beginning. So imagine you were mining five Bitcoin a day on a small computer that's costing you, you know, 30 cents of electricity or something. So that's the idea is bring exciting new crypto protocols to the average person. So Handshake is launching this week. Handshake is a really cool project. And Handshake is not a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin in the sense that nobody thinks you're gonna buy your coffee with Handshake. Handshake mm -hmm. is not trying to become a global currency. Handshake is a decentralized database, right? Uh, that mm -hmm. does not have a third party controlling it. And what it's trying to do is, you know, the internet, uh, when you go to Binance.com or CoinMine.com, uh, there's actually a whole system uh, that, that routes that name to the right URL, sorry, the right IP address, okay? Uh, and you don't really, nobody really sees that happening behind the scenes. Uh, but ultimately, that whole thing is controlled by a central party that could just decide that, you know what, Binance.com doesn't get to go to this IP anymore. And they mm -hmm. just stop it. Handshake is trying to sort of uh, create an alternate uh, uh, type of uh, DNS, which is, you know, the do domain name system, there isn't a central uh, authority that can essentially just stop websites. So I kind of put Handshake in the bucket of unstoppable web, which there's a bunch of projects that are kind of, you know, working on an unstoppable web uh, where central authorities can't just uh, decide what information can be mm -hmm. in, uh, on the web and not on the web. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, that's a super cool project, we think. Uh, and, you know, with a tap, you'll be able to open up the app. You'll see Handshake. You tap on it. Uh, you, you tap on your coin mine in the app. You tell it to switch the currency to Handshake. And, you know, the previous night, your coin mine had updated uh, with a new update to the operating system that added Handshake mining to it. Uh, and once you tap that button in the app, your coin mine will switch its colors. It'll make a little noise. And all of a sudden, you're powering the Handshake network and you're being rewarded with Handshake and you'll be getting the most handshake possible uh, because the network is early. Mm -hmm. So it's just that easy then. Yeah, it sounds like really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really just a tap away. I mean, you can't buy handshake on Coinbase, but you'll be able to mine it with your coin mine. Mm -hmm. This brings me to sort of like bucket of questions then basically. It's like, like, what do you guys want to do with it? Right. What do you guys want to do with your with coin mine going forward? Are you going to stay within sort of like your stay within sort of, I would say, the, the mining business? Or, or are you looking to sort of expand a little bit beyond that? Or maybe it's too early to ask. <laughs> 
it's probably a little too early to ask, yeah. uh, but crypto is, um, I think, just getting started. Even if you think in just terms of crypto, we may be doing all sorts of crazy things, uh, you know, in a year from now, two years from now uh, than we are right now. I mean, one example is your coin mine also ships with the software to run a lightning node and the entire Bitcoin blockchain. So soon here we'll turn that on and your device while it's mining is also running a lightning node, mm -hmm. uh, Bitcoin lightning node. Uh, so there's other cool things we can do with it along those lines to continue to bring it uh, you know, new features, uh, things in the app, for example, besides, you know, sending and receiving crypto. Uh, we have, of course, earning interest on crypto. So th things like that just can continue to uh, bring new features and, and, and new cool crypto uh, services and uh, cryptocurrencies themselves uh, to the average person. And I forgot to ask sort of this at the at the beginning, given that sort of I, I approached one for myself, but like, what's the cost? How much does it cost? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right now, right now it retails for $6.99 USD. Uh, and that's a, that's a one-time purchase, right? That's it's a one-time purchase. That's right, yeah. How much does it cost me and to operate? you get operate? all the upgrades on the software for free for life. And how much does it cost for me to operate it? Is it just, just electricity bill or is there any other fees? In Less than two light bulbs. There you go. Uh, just from like a business and like growth hacking perspective, I have one sort of like um, thing that I've been really fascinated by. And that's basically your sort of like the business's um, uh, the ability to basically for you guys to get fans. And then one of them I think is, is actually been pop, right? Can you explain a little bit like how he's been helped to promote sort of the, the business and sort of like how has he helped sort of for you guys to scale and to get to sort of like get to mass market? Helping spread the word is really is really what it comes down to, and I think folks like Pomp, he's not he's not a crypto developer. Uh, he wants crypto for the for the everyday person for for everyone. Uh, so for someone like him, and I don't want to you know put words into his mouth, but hey, love you, Pomp. I'll put some words in your mouth. You can yell at me later. Uh, you know, I, I think he wants to see everyone involved in crypto and everyone powering crypto, and he he, he understands that when you're actually putting uh, compute power behind crypto, you're helping it succeed. So I think that's his sort of, uh, you know, vision is to bring uh, crypto to people who aren't already in crypto. From your perspective, like how has he helped CoinMine specifically? I mean, it's pretty simple. Go, go, going on, you know, tweets, going on his uh, show a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Those are huge. Uh, those are huge helps for, I think, anybody in crypto. Okay. Awesome. And, and what, what like, like, and then the, uh, I'll come back a little, uh, I'll come back to sort of like to, to sort of, I don't know if I was answering your question there. Like we, uh, we, 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 we say hi to each other on Twitter quite a bit and then, uh, we're mutual. You and Tom? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're fans of each other. I, I met him. Has he been him. on? He's been on my show. Uh, he was one of our first okay. early guests. Uh, and then I think yeah. uh, CZ went on his show uh, last year. Okay, right. That was like yeah. the second or third most popular show he had. And I then, think he sent CZ a coin mine. Did you steal that did. one from CZ? He did. That... He did. He did. <laughs> yeah. Is, is coin mine limited to just the U.S.? Or is it's actually a is no a, no uh, right? we we ship anywhere right yeah yeah uh, right now we, we we ship anywhere you know uh, you have to deal with any tariffs and customs and things on your sorry customs on your end but if you're fine with that we're happy to ship anywhere. Do you guys have like how much how many of your users are in the U.S. or how many of your users are I would say outside? Oh, I'd say about eighty something percent in the United States, but you'd be uh, at least we were surprised by how many people uh, outside the U.S. W w wanted to order. Okay, 
That's awesome. What you see for your business in 2020, what you see sort of like for the general industry? Because I think you guys are probably getting a lot of data right now. Yeah, it's fair. There's a, the Bitcoin happening, I think, is going to be huge. Does Binance have a handshake on, available yet, you know? Uh, we do not. Do you so, guys know if you're going to support it? <laughs> I don't, not your, I don't, maybe like, maybe yeah. that's not your department. It's not my department and not for me to comment. Yeah, that's fine. For me to comment. I think in general, anything that is cool and innovative, I think we'll, we will support because we, we want to support because we're big, big believers in decentralization and we're big believers in terms of like taking, like bringing more freedom to the world, right? And I think crypto in general, yeah. Bitcoin in general delivers the freedom of money. But I think blockchain technology and the decentralization basically gives people back control their own property, right? And that includes their money. That includes their privacy. Yeah. That includes their own data. Right? And that includes yeah. like, uh, and I think those things are going to be more, people are going to be more conscientious of it going forward, right? Our role in the ecosystem is basically to, to help uh, these guys to bring liquidity to, to sort of like, because by bringing liquidity, you basically help uh, building the community. And, and I think the bigger, the bigger the community is, then basically the bigger the network. And then, you know, so that's why I was, I was, I was actually really curious about CoinMine is that um, once your network is big enough, you basically have, it's kind of like, you know, you have your own Tesla groups or Tesla drivers, right? So yeah. I mean, that, that's actually a really good comp. That's, no, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And, you know, the, there's cool things you can do uh, with a decent amount of hash power, which, you know, for example, you can help uh, prevent 51% attacks mm-hmm. by yeah. essentially providing, you know, hash power to networks that are being attacked. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter about getting scale and then getting a network, um, even for your own mining sort of businesses. Because you're seeing sort of like more centralization on the bigger miners, which is right. probably not a good thing. Yep. In fact, it's probably definitely not a good thing. It goes against sort of like the original principles of, of Bitcoin. But people find ways to hack things, right? And that's just one of the hacks that came about. <laughs> but uh, but if we put more computing power back in the hands of just sort of average in, in individuals, I think that's a good way to sort of counter that. And that's why I think I think it's really cool that you guys are able to build your business. Thank you. You yeah. know, and I think putting just more Bitcoin into more people's hands is good in terms of a few vectors of its decentralization, not just its mining, uh, but also its ownership, right? Absolutely. You guys probably aren't a aware of this living in the forest for the trees, but at least from my perspective, you know, Binance has a, a strong, uh, it seems like a, not only obviously a huge and important company in crypto, but also a, a humble uh, and chill group of people, which is pretty awesome. And I think uh, in a lot of ways, CZ and the team have been uh, incredible stewards for crypto. And, uh, you know, I hope you guys are aware, you guys and gals are aware of that. Similar philosophies, right? It's sort of like exchange as a whole uh, before is probably like a dark and scary place. <laughs> like right, it's like, yeah. like, do I, like I'm sending money. It's like literally in your case, you're making money. But in our case, our users right. are actually sending us money. It's, it's, first of all, it's 24-7 and you can put your money in and take your money out anytime. And I think the 24-7 nature of, of this business makes it extremely challenging, but it also makes it extremely liberating because that means like the world is like, is your market. You're not limited yeah. by any single jurisdiction. Right. Um, and yeah, I think the, the second big thing is, is that we, we, yeah, we want to make it, you know, really accessible and really good customer service. Yeah. So I think those are sort of the two like sort of underlying philosophies when we build our business. So when we see someone sort of that share that philosophy, you know, we really want to sort of give that person or, or group or organization a shout out and then uh, and then continue to mutually support each other. That's great to hear. Well, we thank you for your uh, contribution to the space. Uh, Binance is a legendary business in the space. Cool. All right. No, uh, I think that's all the time we have. We hit the hit. Like, you know, I like to keep ours pretty short. So I think, uh, thank you very much, Farb, uh, for spending the time with us. And uh, I look forward to sort of like, you know, 
hearing continuing updates and then hopefully you know we can find ways to sort of like work with each other okay i appreciate it and thanks thanks for having me on and all thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this interview as as much i did if you like this show please share this episode on twitter facebook telegram wechat or any other social media platforms please don't forget to subscribe to the binance podcast and see you next time